Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Atlas have a chance to win back-to-back titles, while Pachuca have a chance to finish off an incredible season. What is to come in the Liga Emekis final, which starts tonight? Felipe Cardenas is here to fill us in. From The Athletic, I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Thursday, May 26th. We have come to the end of the Liga Emekis Clausura tournament, and there are two teams remaining, Atlas and Pachuca. They play the two-legged final, the first leg of which is tonight at Atlas hosting Pachuca at 10 p.m. on Tudene. And here to talk about this matchup, I have Felipe Cardenas. Felipe, what do you think about these two teams? I think it's I think it's actually a really interesting matchup uh, between two teams that are not considered necessarily the two giants in Mexico, but two solid, solid teams. This isn't Club America. This isn't Cruz Azul. This isn't Monterrey, even like some of the teams that have, you know, that you think about dominating Liga MX recently, but two very, very solid sides, two very, very solid coaches. Atlas, of course, the defending champions. Like, what do you, uh, what do you think of this matchup? You're right. I mean, I think the fact that the big clubs like Tigres and Club America, Monterrey Tigres, are, are, course, not, yeah. are not here, um, it, you know, the, it's the the result is other teams getting into the final. So while they're not the biggest clubs in terms of of, of, of budget, you know, Alas is traditionally one of the most supported clubs in Mexico. And then Pachuca is one of the top run clubs in Mexico. They have a very solid homegrown academy process uh, and they have a history of winning finals. If they win, this would be their sixth title. Um, And so I think what, even though we don't have these big, big clubs, you have probably the two best teams on paper, or at least what they've produced uh, on the field. You know, Pachuca was the top seed in the league Asia. Um, and, and like you mentioned, Atlas is the defending champion. So I think two similar styles as well, uh, that should result in, you know, we talk about this r- routinely when we talk about league MX, like, you know, finals are always pretty crazy in Mexico, yeah. but when you have two teams that like they press all over the field, you know, they're flying around, they want to get forward. Uh, th- that's the style of both Pachuca and Atlas. So it should be a pretty entertaining final. If, if neither team 
decides to just be really conservative, but I don't think many teams do that in Mexico anyway. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and get, go sort of team by team through this. I will raise my hand here and own up to the fact that I believe on a previous episode uh, of this show, uh, I had mentioned that the second leg <laughs> of the Atlas Tigres semifinal before this final uh, was probably going to be potentially a little bit boring because Atlas took the first leg 3-0. Uh, I was... Uh, I, I've, 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 been, uh, I've been more wrong before, but not by much. Uh, that <laughs> I was very, very wrong. Uh, Tigres won that second leg uh, 4-2, but Atlas went through on 5-2 five, five, goal differential, or sorry, 5-4 on aggregate. Um, but, Felipe, that was not... That somehow does not encapsulate all that happened in the second leg. Uh, because the result that you see, the 4-2 result, is not technically the final result that we came came across. Uh, I'm looking at the score sheet here. I see that Gignac got a hat trick, two of which were penalties. All of all of the goals came within about 20 minutes of each other. I'm seeing that Atlas scored a 90 as penalty in the 90th plus 10th minute. Uh, I see that Nahuel Guzman, the Tigres goalkeeper, got a red card in the 90th plus plus 13th minute. What happened in this game? Like this is this is insane. <laughs> it, it was insane. If anyone uh, did not stay up late to watch that game on Saturday night, you know the the final ten minutes were just wild. I mean, you mentioned the goals. The first 58, 60 minutes were were crazy too. But in the end, uh, there was a controversial penalty uh, in favor of Atlas. You know, I was sort of up in the air about it. It would look like sort of a a misjudged shoulder to shoulder that turned into a shoulder to back. Uh, and Alderocha, uh, you know, converted that penalty for Atlas. But the reason why it took so long was because they review, they reviewed the penalty. And then, of course, Nawal Guzman, Tigres, the Tigres goalkeeper, uh, went through his uh, his routine of ice, trying to ice the kicker. Uh, he usually takes off his gloves and puts them back on and tightens them and then removes them again. This time he decided to act like he was crying on, on one knee. Uh, and which was just this bizarre scene, you know, he's at, at the Tigris stadium uh, in Monterey and he's on one knee crying and Aldo Rocha, the Atlas, uh, penalty kick taker is just sitting there, you know, just waiting and waiting. He finally gets up and take and converts the penalty. So that was the first weird moment of the final 10 minutes. Then Nahuel Guzman gets red carded because, uh, someone on the Atlas bench threw an extra ball onto the field to, to, to waste time, uh, essentially. And the ref didn't know where that ball came from. He thought Nahuel Guzman was using a second ball to waste time. It was just a mess. It was a mess. And so he gets red carded. After the game, uh, it was determined that Tigris uh, had played with too many foreign players. I believe that they had up to eight or nine foreign players on the field at once. In Mexico, you're only allowed to have seven players that were not developed in Mexico. It's a rule that they have. Uh, and so the Tigres manager, Miguel El Pio Herrera, later during this press conference admitted that he made a mistake. I, th- I think he got caught, basically. Sure. Um, and in doing so, Liga MX had to go through and, and essentially re- reward that game to Atlas as a forfeit. That is, that's how severe a penalty that is. And so the goals you mentioned, Alex, you know, the hat trick by Gignac, that was essentially wiped out. All the drama was wiped out. On paper, I believe it was a 2-0 win for Atlas, and they advanced to the final. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yeah, and here they are again, once again, in in the final of uh, of Liga MX. And it's interesting that Atlas is here again because they won the Apertura, the, the opening tournament. They're back here again in the Clausura final. They're title in the Apertura was their first in 70 years. This was like this huge historic event, very unexpected. They kind of came out of nowhere uh, to win it. It's interesting that they're here again, Felipe. You would think that that would be a sort of a flash in the pan thing. Clearly not the case. What does Atlas do that has made them so successful? Uh, what's what are Is this a different team? Has there been any turnover at all from the last time? Or is this basically the same team doing the same things the same way? Yeah, first of all, they're they're run by Grupo Orlegi, which is one of the, the the better ownership groups in Mexico. You know, they own Santos Laguna and Atlas, uh, run by uh, a very successful sort of CEO run organization uh, that was in talks to purchase Newcastle United. They were in talks to purchase Real Zaragoza. So they're a very ambitious ownership group, uh, and and I think what they have in Atlas is they they remember that in in winning that first title in seventy years they went through this big rebranding and, and a cultural rebranding as a, as a club as well. They put the word transformation on their, on the front of their jerseys, which by the way, they still have on the front of the Jersey, which I think is interesting because they've sort of completed that transformation on the field, but they, they continue to, to use that motto as motivation. But to your point, you know, on the field, you know, a lot of the same players, a, a veteran play, a veteran led team with a lot of the same players that won the title in 2021. Uh, Julio Furch, the Argentine striker, sort of their their lead guy. They have a Colombian and Julian Quinones, who's a 1v1, sort of a second striker, very good. And then Aldo Rocha, who I've mentioned several times, he's like, you know, sort of the sergeant in midfield. He has become their talisman in this Liguilla. And, and of course, in the back of the net, you know, they have a very good goalkeeper in Colombia, Camilo Vargas, who is really the future of, of the, the national team in Colombia as well. So very well put together team and then a very well coached team with the Argentine Diego Coca, uh, who is a former Atlas player, wasn't able to win the title as a player. In fact, in 1999, he was on a, the Atlas team that lost to Pachuca in the Liguilla semifinal. So there's a bit of revenge for him, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, they they you mentioned you asked me the question like, how do they play? They press all all over the pitch. Um, you know, they want to get forward. They take a lot of risk. They're open about that. Coca has always said that that's the way they want to play. Uh, and I think just controversially in Mexico none of their players have been picked by Tata Martino. Uh, and that's sort of like, that. that is a, I think it's more of a, a talking point as the, sort of the squad selection that Tata Martino has had for the Mexican national team, but some good players, but not, not good enough apparently to be on uh, the national team. Now to end the Atlas, I think storyline is if they win, I mean, just getting to the final is big. If they win a second consecutive, you know, I, I, it doesn't erase really what happened on March 5th. Remember, they were Atlas was the other team at, at Queretaro's 
stadium when that stadium violence took place they sure. were there they were also sanctioned their, their their fans were also sanctioned as well so you know coming out of that controversy they're back in the final you know they they have sort of maintained that they weren't the guilty party as a club uh mm-hmm. but they were certainly involved and so it is it is sort of a very eventful year for alas if anybody hasn't uh, read yet the piece that you did along with Pablo Maurer going to Queretaro and sort of trying to dive into what exactly happened there, uh, you should definitely check that out. It'll be linked in the show's description. Uh, Felipe, we've gotten all this way and we haven't talked at all yet about the top seed in the Ligia, the regular season best record in, in the Clausura, which belongs to Pachuca. Uh, this is their first final since 2016, which they won. Uh, there are very good team and unlike atlas they do have a, a, a bunch of players or at least a few that are in contention for the mexican national team to to go to Qatar. what's sort of their, their story been this year and who should we look out for on this pachuca team yeah i mean the the big news in pachuca was when they they hired guillermo, guillermo almada the former santos laguna coach who it was a surprise when he left Santos. You know, he it felt like he he had something there. They were they were on the cusp of winning a championship. They lost the 2021 final. Uh, I believe that was the Apertura final to Club León. And you know what Almada has done? He's a fiery Uruguayan. You know, the, the same approach he had at Santos, which was you know relying on homegrown players, relying on the academy, then bringing in key internationals at key positions, mainly in the back four and in midfield. And he had some strong strikers as well up front with Santos. You know, he's done the same thing at Pachuca, and that's because that's the way Pachuca has always been. And so it, was, it really was a nice fit for Almada to go to Pachuca, where, again, he has a young team, several homegrown starters, uh, three of which are, as you mentioned, are in the running. They've been named to the 38-man roster for Mexico for these summers, Nations League and the Friendlies. That is Luis Chavez, who I really like. He's a left-footed, uh, holding midfielder. Very good. I don't, I don't think he'll have enough to get to the World Cup, but a, a good player. Eric Sanchez, who his, 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 the Chavez's midfield partner, they play with a double as double eights. Uh, okay. Very a small, diminutive sort of holding midfielder that gets, gets forward, likes to shoot from outside the box. And then Kevin Alvarez is their homegrown right fullback. Uh, who's also on the national team this summer. So really good young players that are quick, smart, technical on the ball. And again, like Atlas, they're a team that want to get forward and they will take a lot of risks. So as I mentioned before, it's sort of two teams that are very well run, you know, very well run, have a history of getting to finals uh, in a certain way. And, and I think Pachuca being the top seed, like they're not the favorite though. It's funny that the headlines in Mexico are like, can Pachuca, ruin the party uh, because Atlas <laughs> obviously is going for their second consecutive uh, title, but I like Pachuca a lot. I, I think yeah, I would give the advantage to Atlas, but I, I like the way Pachuca approaches football. And, and, and I, and I've spoken personally with Guillermo Almada. This dude is crazy. I mean, crazy in a very fiery way. I mean, <laughs> I, a quote that he had last year was if the opponent leaves blood, we'll leave a piece of our finger. So, I mean, come on, how do you not play Oof. for that guy? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that sounds very Diego Simeone-esque, maybe <laughs> even a little bit more extreme uh, than that. This sounds like a really interesting matchup, I have to say, between uh, the, the styles of the two teams. I can't wait to watch. Uh, the first leg starts tonight at 10 p.m. That's on 2DNA, and the second leg is on Sunday. Uh, Felipe, thank you so much for coming on the show today and previewing this uh, this matchup. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. 
Before we go, a TV guide for today. All times are Eastern. And in addition to the Liga Emekis final, which we just got finished talking about, which is at 10 p.m. tonight on Today Ene, it's also a big night in the Copa Libertadores. There are two windows of games to finish off the group stage at 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. And both windows are actually pretty awesome. Uh, First at 6 p.m., we have Atletico Paranaense versus Caracas and Libertad versus The Strongest. This is maybe the most interesting duo of games on the slate tonight because these teams are tied on seven points and six points in the same group, which means literally anything is possible. There are a lot of permutations that I'm just not going to get into right now, but you should watch those games, both of which are on BN Sports or one of the BN Sports channels. The 8 p.m. window is also very interesting with Boca Juniors versus Deportivo Cali and Corinthians versus Always Ready. Very, very close group there as well. Cali and Corinthians are tied on eight points at the top of the group with Boca just one point behind. So once again, pretty much anything is possible with the exception of Always Ready. They're pretty much out of the running for uh, anything (laughs) at this point. Uh, But they have a role to play because they play Corinthians and can play spoiler. Uh, After that, it is Atlas Pachuca at 10. If you caught the times there, that means you can go 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then 10 p.m. to to midnight. You can have a solid six hours of soccer uh, tonight and uh, probably have an excellent time uh, no matter what. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.